welcome back to Yoga for the Revolution, a show about self-care in the age of resistance. We have been off for a little bit, meaning we've been on a break for a little bit, and let me tell you, it has been a month. This, honestly, this is the part where, you know, I just listened to myself say a show about self-care in the age of resistance and realize. Yeah, we really need it. We really, really need it. I need it. This last month has seen family separation, over 2,000 kids separated from their parents at the border with no plan, no way to reunite the families, at the jeopardy of the Supreme Court putting Roe v. Wade at risk, gay marriage, any progress we've made in the last few decades is under question with a new Supreme Court. Another shooting, this time in a newspaper called the Capitol Gazette in Maryland, threats on the life of Congresswoman Maxine Waters. And that's just, that's just, you know, off the top of my head. It's been a tough month and I have been down. I've been down and out, down for the count. I'm being completely transparent when I say I was going to use this little break for the show to set up interviews for you guys, talk to new and interesting people, get ahead of the game, create new content for you. And every time I thought about doing the show, I just, I couldn't. I spent more time on the couch than I'd like to admit. And what could I say? What could I say to you? What do I have? to offer? What could I have to say that could possibly help in a time like this? I don't want to add to the bullshit spiritual bypassing that some in this wheelhouse espouse. We can't good vibes only our way out of this. And also, how many times have I said that? Sometimes I just feel like I'm saying the same things over and over again. This requires sustained passion and action. And I felt tired. I feel tired. Several states had primaries this past week. We had one in New York. And in primaries, as you know, you're choosing between two people of the same party. You're voting for who will run against the opposing party in the election that comes later. In New York this time, it was a federal primary, meaning we're choosing representatives for each congressional district. A lot of people don't vote in primaries because they figure, well, you know, either way, someone from my party will win and represent me and my interests in the larger election. And as long as they're a Democrat or as long as they're a Republican, then that's fine with me. But here's why being tired doesn't cut it. Here's why action is important. If you're local to the New York metro area, you may have heard this, maybe it even made a blip nationally. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a 28-year-old Latina running her first campaign, beat current Representative Joe Crowley in New York's 14th congressional district. Crowley is a Democrat and a representative for 10 terms. He's been around the block. And ACO is a Democratic Socialist who's decidedly to Crowley's left. Crowley has been a good liberal, as they say, one of the first to vote for Medicare for all. He's been a vocal advocate for immigrants' rights. He was a possible successor to Nancy Pelosi as Democratic leader of the House. No slouch, Crowley. But Cortez, she just outran him. And it wasn't even particularly close. All this to say, it matters. Action matters. And here's what really pisses me off. We still didn't turn out to vote. Less than 12%. Less than 12% of people voted in the 14th district. I live in the 12th district. Turnout was about 13.6%. The 11th 
district. That was a Republican primary. It's a little bit higher, about 17%. A number, by the way, that they call robust. That's a robust turnout, 17%. So here we all are, exhausted by the news, couch-bound with depression or listlessness or overwhelm or anxiety, and wanting so desperately for things to change, and yet, and yet, only about an average of 15% of us could be bothered to vote. I am exhausted. I am. Trust me. But right now, action is the only thing that matters. My feelings, my feelings don't matter. It doesn't matter how appalled I am. It doesn't matter how outraged I am. It doesn't matter if I feel run down. What matters is action. What I'm saying is, for me, it's time to get my head on straight. And potentially also as a reminder for all of us. If action is the only thing that matters, then fuck it. Get off Facebook. Stop reading Twitter. Stop getting alerts whenever the regime of Trump McConnell does something unconstitutional or we'll never get any sleep. This whole year has been like someone is slowly rubbing us with a giant cheese grater. Injury after injury after injury. Pause. Injury, injury, injury. I feel that, you know, I said this, I think, in maybe the very first episode of this show, maybe something we'll revisit sometime in the future, but that after the election, that sense of overwhelm was paralyzing, and I feel like we're here again, maybe, I I might be, so I'll remind myself and all of us what I said then, pick something, pick something, what tears you up the most, what galls you the most, fight for that thing. Try not to drown in everything, but instead find a recipe that works for you. Some kind of balance, something. For me, turning over the house at midterms with a side of reproductive rights, compassion as self-care. I've been off Facebook for a couple of weeks. That helps a little. Maybe Twitter is next. I'm not sure. Whatever your mix is, I don't know what it is. Maybe your mix is don't read the news at all, but volunteer at a polling place. Maybe it's don't talk about politics on social, but have a conversation with a coworker. Or maybe it's raise your family to be kind and compassionate and aware of the world around them. I have a friend whose six-year-old kid is doing lockdown active shooter drills at her school. And if she wants to focus on gun control issues while someone else fights for reproductive rights, that's fine, everyone. As long as we don't shut each other out, we can't all do everything because then we get exhausted and we end up not doing anything, not even going out to vote, shaking my head. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. Think about a battle sequence in a show or a movie, right? If I'm thinking of Wonder Woman or Black Panther or even Westworld, right? What you'll often see is a tight shot on one person fighting. They're multiple attackers, but they they fend them off one at a time. And then the camera pulls back and you see their buddy is right next to them also fighting, fighting off more attackers. And the camera pulls back more to show hand-to-hand combat, one-on-one fighting in a sea of people. I don't generally like to think of battle or war scenes. I don't like to invoke carnage, and I'm certainly not talking about actual physical hand-to-hand fighting. 
But what I am saying is, let's each of us keep our focus on what we're doing. Keep our eyes on the fight that's right in front of us with awareness of our buddy nearby who might need us at any moment. But we can't be distracted by every fist that's flying around us or we'll lose. I know that I often feel like I'm not doing enough. But I will say this. It's better to do one thing than nothing. Because action is required. And in order to have enough energy to act, I need to do certain things. And so do you. What are those things? If you haven't figured them out yet, after a year and a half, then it's time. Then just stop everything else and figure out what your self-care is. Because I'm imagining you're feeling really burnt out. Or... If you're like me and you know the things, you know what you need to do, but you aren't doing those things, then it's time to renew. I know the things that help me feel like a human, a better human, move around, get outside, don't read too much crap, meditate. You know how many of those things I've been doing lately? Very, very few. Very few. So let us all be reminded then. We know that we need energy and focus in order to take wise action. What gives us energy? What gives us focus? Today, I am recommitting to walk outside every day and I'm recommitting to meditation. That's it, that's what I'm doing. You know I wanna add a million things to that list. Or to make those commitments better, 20 minutes a day, twice a day, five miles a day, but no. Because this is how we get paralyzed and end up doing nothing. I am sharing this with you to let you know this is what happens to me. And I think it's totally normal. And it happens. And if it happens to you too, good to know. Always good to know. Oh, interesting. When I overcommit, I end up not being able to bring myself fully to those commitments. Huh. Same goes true for when you overcommit to do things for other people as when you overcommit to do things for yourself. If you're like, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, I'm going to go to the gym for two hours a day, every day, well, what happens the first day that it doesn't work? The first day that you have to work late, or you have a bad workout, or you slept poorly and you can't quite give it all, does it all come crashing down? You need a little compassion in there. You can't overcommit. So get simple. What are two things? What is one thing you can do? And for this, for now, I'm not even saying what's the one thing you can do to overthrow this hostile takeover of our country. I'm not even asking you that right now. I'm asking you instead, what is one thing you can do that will give you energy and focus? Just that. Maybe it's go to sleep before midnight. Don't watch the news before bed. Maybe it's do yoga nidra every day. And I have a feeling we'll talk more about yoga nidra in the future. Maybe it's to jump rope for five minutes a day. I don't know what yours is, but this gives me a chance to pause and say this. If you want to share what your one thing is, the one thing you do, then you can share with me. And maybe I'll share it out with a group anonymously, if you like. That way we can get a list going of all the one things. Here are ways you can reach out to me. On the website, yogafortherevolution.org. All our episodes, past and future, are there, along with a little button at the top on the right that says contact. Click on it, and there's a little form field. You can share your one thing there. Or social. Yes, I'll still look at our social pages. 
Facebook is facebook.com slash yoga for the revolution. Instagram is yoga for the revolution. If you're doing your one thing and you want to take a picture of it and tag yoga for the revolution, you can do that. Or tweet. Twitter is y underscore f underscore t underscore r. John Lewis said this recently on Twitter, ironically enough. John Lewis is a civil rights leader who helped organize the 1963 March on Washington, and he is a current representative for George's Fifth. And I'll leave you uh, with this quote. Do not get lost in a sea of despair. Be hopeful. Be optimistic. Our struggle is not the struggle of a day, a week, a month, or a year. It's the struggle of a lifetime. Never ever be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble, necessary trouble. And he hashtagged it good trouble. But I'll remind you, can't all go out and get in good trouble if we keep on hitting snooze in the morning. So let's take a few deep breaths before we go. You can consider this your one thing for today. If you haven't made your one thing commitment yet, let this be it for today. Put your feet on the ground, wherever you are. Just have your feet on the ground, both feet on the ground. Let your spine be long. Sit up or stand up just a little bit. Close your eyes if you like. Begin by breathing in through the nose. Let it be a long breath. Slowly exhale through the nose. Let it be long and slow and complete. Breathing in again, sipping air through the nose and slowly let it all go. One more like this, full deep breath, releasing all the air, full complete exhale. Until next time, keep breathing and live to fight another day.